Hey, if you have ever described yourself as having a lot of balls in the air, having a lot of loose ends, having a lot of things rolling around in your mind, and you feel a little bit overwhelmed, my guess is that you have decision fatigue. And the reason I know is because I have had it too. I want to listen to this episode. It is for you. I'm sharing this amazing little decision-making template that I made with the help of my coach. Hop in. I'm going to share it with you now. Welcome to the e-commerce roadmap, the podcast for store owners who are growing their sales without spending a fortune on ads. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up and join your host, Susan Bradley, as we dive into the work that will grow your sales this year. Hey, welcome back. I am excited to just discover kind of what was for me a new concept and uh, something that's been so helpful for me that I wanted to share it with you too. And I'm sitting here with my coach, Krista Williamson, and today we're going to talk about uh, the decision filter. Now, this all came back from a, a decision filter that you gave me, but Krista is actually my coach. She is a coach for product-based businesses, so for store owners. And so she gets me, she gets our, our, our clients inside of the inner circle, but you know, really she's there to help me. <laughs> and one call we were on, I think I probably started it out, you know, whenever we're on a call together, Krista, you ask me what I'd like to work on. And I think I probably started it out with, yeah, you know, I want to bash my head against the wall or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but let's talk about this because I, I was really struggling that day, particularly with um, just the heaviness of all the decisions I had to make. And so can you just share a little bit about decision-making and what you see and um, why we all do this to ourselves maybe? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think decision-making, first of all, who I coach is really the store owner and that's how I explain it. So I wouldn't say I'm a coach for someone's business. I'm a coach for the business owner. And one of the big things that they need coaching on is decision-making. So either they're not making decisions or they feel like they're making too many decisions or they don't know how to make decisions, but either way, it's impacting everything. So like it impacts their time management, it impacts their money, it impacts their operations, it impacts everything in their business. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was impacting that day that we um, I now have my decision filter written down on a dog. Yeah. But for me that day, it was impacting everything for me in the day. So it was impacting um, how I felt like just exhausted and overwhelmed, but also how I showed up. Like, you know, I've been working with you for so long that it's okay to show up and say something like I want to bash my head against the wall, but that's... <laughs> That's not really how I want to show up in my business. And so I would say that it, even for me, I, and I suspect there are other people like me. Oh, it, yeah. 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 I think, you know, it's interesting because what happens is it can show up, like it can show up many ways. But the thing that I see the most is either overwhelmed. So like you or other people that I coach, they come to the call and they're just overwhelmed and they just don't know where to start and they feel completely exhausted. Yes. Right. 
And so then it can go one of two ways. They're, they're spinning uh, or they're doing like frantic stuff in their business. They're not really taking the time to figure out where they should be spending their time, what they should be working on. They're just doing, doing, doing. And they would come and they would say, I'm overwhelmed or they're procrastinating. They're completely shut down. And there can be other reasons for that, but often it's because they have a whole bunch of open decisions. So things in their business or their life that they need to make decisions on, little, big, but they're just kind of stacking them over here. Like they're just pushing them to the edge of their desk. And then then it starts to build the pressure, the overwhelm, the confusion. And they come to the call and they say, I want to bash my head in. Um, I think that's the same thing. What you just described is I would describe it um, to myself and maybe sometimes when I'm talking to a client as spinning. All this stuff is just whirling through my head, day in, day out, whirling through my head. Whirling, oh, don't forget, you have to think, you have to decide. Da, da, da. Well, I can't do that until I decide something else and whirling and whirling and whirling. And so you call that a lot of open decisions. Yeah, it's just really having a lot of decisions that need to be made. But what's really interesting is there's often a lack of awareness. They don't even realize that that's what it is. And so you use the term um, decision fatigue. I do. Yeah, yeah. And so um, what what I see is decision debt a lot of the time. Debt. Yeah, the debt. So they think it's fatigue. And that's what you were using at the time. And that can be, I'm just making so many decisions. I can't make any more decisions. But when we start to break it down, they're often not making decisions. They have a whole pile of decisions that need to be made, but they're spinning about them in their head. They're thinking about them all the time, or they're, they're, maybe there's a lack of process and they are making the same decisions over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's um, because they are so confused and they're second guessing themselves all the time. So they're making decisions, but then they're remaking them and remaking them in their head. So they're exhausted or they're just not even aware that that's what the problem is. That's what I see the most. I'm just thinking about this and why do we do this? Like, why do we do this? And so I think for me, and I'm sure for many others, it's it's because we're afraid. We're afraid to make the wrong decision. Yeah, fear. Uh, fear. And then the other thing would be that we think we don't have all the information that we need. Like mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, well, I'm waiting to hear about whatever. Or I have to think, or I should, like, I, I find... um like decisions hard around team mm-hmm. and uh, things that are going to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even sometimes like much less, like what time a meeting should be or, you know, like something crazy like that. But I feel like there's a reason that I put off making the mis- the, the decision. And in my mind, it's really legit. That yeah. Reason. And I think the the piece about fear is really that mindset piece, right? That can just be, they don't even know, like maybe you don't even know what you're afraid of, or you're telling yourself a story that you can't make a decision about something and you really believe that, or you you do lack information. You know, you're, um, you're stuck in your perception of what the problem is instead of really looking at what is the actual problem and backing it up with data. Yeah. So what you gave me, on that mm-hmm. day, 
mm-hmm. it's like doing them. <laughs> the sky is falling. We all have those days here to share. What you did for me was you gave me this filter. Yeah. Which kind of in my mind, it answered open questions, like things that I wasn't sure of, but it took away the fear of making that decision because I felt like then I had done the work to make the decision. And so do you want me to share what you Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So what what Krista walked me through that day was the, the things that I need to think about when I have these open decisions and the work I need to do. So the first thing was I needed to get a pen and paper and I needed to write down and answer this question. It was, what is the outcome I'm looking for? So not what do I want to do? What is the result I want? Like, so whatever it is that's swirling or debt, debt stacked up, what is the outcome I want from that individual thing? And I need to write it down on paper. What does it look like? And so I'm really good at outcomes now because uh, I've, I feel like that's how I coach when I, I'm talking to our members. And so just writing it out, what is the outcome I'm looking for? It was so helpful. Then the second question also just lit me up. But the second question was, does this fit in with my big picture goals for the business? Is this where I want to go? Is this where I want to spend my energy? And that was so helpful for me because then it allows me to say, actually, no, why am I doing this? Get that thing off the list. Nobody's going to die if we don't do this. So there was that. And then um, the third thing, which was also like a, a decision under a decision, which was so good. And it was, you told me to write down, does this make sense for now? Or is this something for later? And that gave me permission to say, yeah, this is important to us for the business, Mm -hmm. but not today. So get that off your plate, get it out of your head. Know that that the sky is not going to fall if you don't make a decision on this today. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to put this in in the later category. And like all of that was just, um, just lighten my load so much. Yeah. Then you went back and you made me uh, right at the top of my, I have this thing as a template. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this. Um, And you made me write down all the benefits of me doing it. So when I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. There was all the reasons. And one of them was I'm going to have more clarity and focus if I'm not struggling with decision making and it will create more organization and it, an informed environment for our team, which will be great, which is like something that I'm working towards as a store, as a, not a store owner, as an entrepreneur, I guess. And so all of this is good. And the last benefit was a potential for a better outcome, like duh. Anyway, so that was the process that uh, we worked on that day. And it was so helpful for me that I've templated it and I actually do use it quite a bit. But tell me, if someone's listening to, to us today, how how do they attack this? Well, I mean, I think that those are the big, the big questions to ask when you have an opportunity in your business, right? When you're thinking about how am I going to spend my resources? And I think that right there, that's one of the biggest problems that they're not thinking that way. Right. They're they're sort of operating from I have to get it all done. 
or they're following someone else's framework for all the things that need to be done in their business. And they're not really thinking about, is it important for my business? Does it align with where I'm going? Right. Right. They're not thinking about that. So that's certainly the first thing, but often they don't even know what the outcome is. Like they'll be spinning on stuff and I'll say, so tell me what it is you want. Like, what is the result that you want? And they don't know. And so then we have to go back and really identify what is the problem. And that part is sort of, was sort of missing from, from your three filters. And that's always the first part. If they don't already know what is the business problem we're trying to solve. So um, sometimes they'll think, they'll think it's one thing, but it's really another. And so just identifying what that is and then figuring out, so what is it I want? That's always the first step. And then is it aligned with my big picture goals? That's what you you call it. And when I work with a lot of store owners, it isn't just their business goal. It's also, is it aligned with my like personal priorities? You know, maybe I don't want to work this much. Maybe I don't want to put this much money into my business. Maybe I want to grow sm- slower or the opposite. So often we'll run it through that filter, right? Does it make sense for the goals that I have for my business right now, today, uh, and tomorrow? And does it make sense for what's important to me as the business owner? Yeah. Right? And that can come up a lot when when they see other people, say, in the inner circle. Here's a great example. So they'll see other people maybe focusing on SEO or focusing on giveaways or like some of the other great things that you teach and you do, but they've already got their priorities for the quarter set. And it makes sense for where their business is right now. And instead of just going, that's a great idea, I'm going to add it to my later list, (laughs) they'll jump over here and they'll start working on that. And so unless we address that and really talk about, does this make sense for today? Like, does this make sense for where you are? They're often over here trying to solve a problem that doesn't even make sense. Okay. So that's like a precursor to the filter I have. Yeah. So we'll often have to do that in the beginning, but when they come like you did with a real, like, I don't, here's this thing that I want to do in my business that I know I want to do it, but, but, um, but I'm struggling with how to figure it out. Like I'm, I can't make a decision. I just keep going round and round and round with it. And that's when we'll go through these questions. We'll, and we'll ask, you know, other questions like, is there something like I need to do first, does this even make sense for right now? So we always run through the filter, but it's a, sometimes it's a little bit different depending on the business and depending on the business owner. Does that make sense? Yeah. And in fact, so I am thinking about our mastermind group as you're mm-hmm. talking and and, you know, so many times in we have a group in Telegram and it's very active. So I get to see inside of a lot of these businesses and really the decisions that they're facing and how they're feeling about it. And what I would say is that when I'm listening to you, a lot of this is about deciding what we want in our businesses, mm-hmm. understanding that in almost every case, there is a way to get what we want, even though it feels like there's not like, even though it feels like we're doing it wrong. And and one of the things I'm thinking about just happened in the last few days, 
And it was one of the store owners in there who is struggling with um, employees needing so much from her, so much time, so much energy, uh, like just just kind of sucking the life out of her. And and the conversation really was, is this is this a role that I could use a VA for? Do I need this in-person role? Um, maybe traditionally I should have this in, in-person role because that's what most people do, but I don't actually want to be that, that uh, store owner that only delegates. There's some, some work that I want to do and I don't want to be micromanaging somebody who's doing a job that is, it just should be. Could I actually take this role and move it into virtual? And that's a long explanation, but I could see your, uh, what do I want? Mm-hmm. That part. If you don't decide that first, you would go down that traditional role because you think you don't have options. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting because you would like, we all think that as business owners, we, we, we know all of this stuff. Like we're looking at other business owners and we're thinking that they've got it all figured out and da, 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 da. but it's not true. <laughs> A lot of times we have these long-term goals. Like when I think about you and working with you, you have these long-term goals, but you were making like decisions that weren't aligned with that. And so you were doing all of this work on stuff and like one simple, either a question from your coach and often that's the way it works or for yourself, like, does this even make sense? Like, why am I even worried about this? Why am I even doing this? Right. What is it that I want? What's most important to me? And I'll give you an example that's similar to that. I had a client that was working so hard to outsource everything. And what she realized after spending some time talking was that she didn't want to. There were a lot of things in her business that she wanted to be focused on and doing, right? And so she just, it was mindset. It was really just getting in there and thinking, you know, she was thinking that all these problems couldn't be solved in her business, But really what was holding her back was that she just didn't want to do this one thing this way. And once she sort of like gave herself permission to do business, her business, her way, what made sense for her, then she was able to figure everything else out. There's always a solution for a problem. But we, the other thing is we have to make sure we're trying to solve a solvable problem. And when you were talking about fear and all of this stuff, that's what was coming up for me. So often when I'm working with clients, they're spinning, they're going in circles, right? And and what it is, is that they're scared. They don't want to make the wrong decision. Like they're, they're worried they're not capable. They're, the big thing I hear is I'm not good at that. I don't know how to make decisions, but really... It's just that they don't have the tools and they haven't um, built the skill. That's all that it is, right? And so and so, um, what happens is they start focusing on all these other things instead of figuring out what's getting in my way. What is it I want? Like, what is my goal? What do I want? How do I want to do this? What's important to me? And then breaking each, like, what are all the open decisions that I need to make here? And that's how we approach it. And often there's a lot of things floating in their head that they don't have to make decisions about, that they don't have to do, that aren't important because they're not aligned. And then we get right down to what's important. And it's amazing how quickly, you know, we add these filters and they make decisions and they're on their merry way. It's the process. For for me, it was absolutely the process. And I think if I could add one thing to what you said about the fear, 
is for some reason we talk ourselves into uh, we only have one kick at the can for this decision. Oh, yeah. So if we make a bad decision, the world ends. It's all over. <laughs> yeah, we put all this internal pressure, right? Yeah. I know I, that's a big thing that comes up too. Like they're walking around feeling all this pressure or they're avoiding making a decision because they're so scared and they're putting all this pressure. Yeah. And once we unpack that and they're able to really see, oh, wait a minute, there's really no wrong decision here. This is what I say all the time. There's no wrong decision. There's just decisions with different outcomes and whatever happens, I'll figure it out from there. Like I'm going to be able to handle whatever happens. It's not, it's not the end of the world. Right. It's the self-imposed pressure, but it's coming from the way they're thinking about these problems. Yeah. It's crazy what we do to ourselves. Yeah. But it's It's all all of us. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's all of us. And we tend to put ourselves in a box, like your client who was thinking that she had to outsource all that. And it's because that's what she sees people doing. And so she, she's identified in her mind that it's the right way. You got it. You got it. And it was blocking her from making other decisions in her business so right. that she could grow the way that she wanted to grow. And once she realized that that's what was going on, then everything snapped into place and she was able to identify what she needed to do to go forward. And she's just off to the races. It was good. Oh, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you, do you see this a lot? Like, are there any other things that you see people commonly get stuck or? Um... Yeah. I mean, it's always around very similar areas and, um, and, and what I see the most of, okay. So I see things like, um, making decisions on projects. So time management is probably the biggest thing that, you know, that I see that comes up for people, either they're not managing their time because they're, they don't know how to prioritize, which really comes down to making decisions. Yeah. Right. They don't know what to focus on in their business. They're afraid to make decisions, right. right? They don't, or they don't have a framework for doing it. So let me just think of some examples here. Um, I would say projects is a really big one. They have a huge, and they often don't have it written down, but they have all these projects they want to be working on in their business. And so what I do is I walk them through the filters, right? Like, so I walk them through the filters and to see, well, where are you in your business? Where are you in relation to where you want to be, basically? And, you know, and let's look at your short-term goal. And then we just back it up even further. And I call it a focus. What's your focus this quarter? So if you want to do a project, you need to run it through the filter like you described, right? Which is, what's the outcome that I'm looking for? Does it make sense for my big picture? And does it make, like, is it a project for today? And often, then they can just leave it. It's just that they have some like FOMO or or urge, right? Because they see other people doing it. I would say those are the biggest ones. And then decisions on um, team. This comes up a lot. Too, like managing your team, like figuring out how to spend your money, how to spend your team resources. Like this is the kind of stuff where those three questions, they come up a lot and they're very useful and you don't need a coach in front of you. You can then take that. Like we can figure out the earlier stuff together. And then you can take those three questions when that urge comes up to go work on something else or spend money on something else or avoid something to make a decision. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. So here's what here's what I think um, that I would like people to get from this episode that we have. Um, I, I think that 
like I like to normalize whatever I can. I think we all believe that we have some shortcomings that, that are kind of deal breakers in certain areas of our business. And so I would say that, that we need to onboard that we're not bad at decision-making. We just don't have a process or did you called it a framework for decision? We don't have a framework. So it's that we don't have the tools, which would be a framework or filters right? We don't have the skill. We just need to practice doing it. Just and we'll get better at it. Yeah. So, and that, and what I love about the process, which I would love people to onboard as well, because it's, it gives you so much relief is that it gives you that this framework or process, whatever it is to me, it's just my thing on my dock, my template. It gives me um, a place and just to, where I can write down all the things, but it allows me to discover all the facts mm-hmm. that I think I'm missing, like all those barriers that I can't do it because of whatever. It gives me a place to like write that all down and realize that all I had all the information I needed all along. I just didn't have it all in one place. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And so like the the question of what's the outcome that I'm looking for you sort of do like a brain dump there. This is where you start, you ask yourself the question, like, what is the problem here? What is the business problem that I'm trying to solve? Because often like there's a whole lot of emotional stuff in there, yes. right? Like you come to the, you come to the call and you're like, I have this employee, like say someone does, I have this employee and all this stuff is going on and this is what they did. And I don't know what to do. And that's when they just need to get it all out and then figure out, okay, what's really going on here? What's the business problem? Yeah. We deal with the emotion, we deal with the stress level, the pressure, and then all that falls off and they're like, oh, I see the problem is X, like maybe I need a training program or, um, you know, like there's so many things that can come out of that. It's really simple. Maybe I have the wrong person. Maybe that's as simple as that. Right. And so what is the problem? What is the outcome? And so that's really helpful. I like the way that you do that and you write it all out. And just having that process is helpful because you can apply it every time you need to make a decision. That's why I made a template. And is this aligned with my my big picture goals? So it's so funny, right? If we don't ask ourselves that question, what happens is we're like, I think about myself when I was thinking about selling my last business and I had it in my head, I had to do all of this stuff. I had to like fix this and fix that and create this. And someone said to me, why? They could just do it when they buy it. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I didn't even think about this. this isn't a line. Like, why would I spend all this time? And this is what I'll say to people I'm working with. Why are you spending time on that when it doesn't actually line up with what you want out of your business? doesn't make sense to me. Tell me like what's happening. And then as soon as they realize that, then, you know, they make a decision. Yeah. It's because our voice in our head tells us we have to do these things. So for me, this just um, like, it just grounds me. It gets me back into um, taking the emotion out of the the problem Mm -hmm. and applying like, the things that matter, the things that are going to make a difference. And so I feel immediate emotional relief when I use this process. It's the facts out of my head. Remember this. It gets the facts out of my head and on paper, all in one place. 
And that gives you a lot of peace of mind that you're not like, it stops the swirling or you call it the um, stacking. It yeah, stops yeah. that and allows you to just like capture a snapshot of this issue mm-hmm. and resolve it. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's often, they don't even realize like we're caught in the emotion. And so it's like you, your, your whole ability to think and make decisions, it sort of goes offline in those moments. So just recognizing having some awareness in that moment. Oh, wait a minute. I need to figure out what's going on here. I'm really upset or I'm really frustrated. What's going on? What's the business problem? What are the facts? What's the data? What, what's the outcome that I want? Okay. Now that I see what the outcome is, you know, should I be spending time on this? Is it aligned with what I want overall? And is this a problem for today? And if it's, you know, yes, then it gets really easy. Oh, okay. This is what I want. Here's what I need to do. What are the things that could get in the way? How am I going to handle them? And we're off to the races. But if you don't do the first part, you just keep spinning. Spinning. And, and when you do, when you are off to the races, you also remember that you probably aren't making a decision that's going to sink your ship. Like, right. If it turns out not to give you, provide you the outcome that you wanted, you just go back and change it. Just go back and do it again. You pivot. And so that's part of the decision framework that I offer to my clients when I work with them. And that is the last step, which is like evaluating. What is my criteria? Like for this particular project or decision or whatever it is, what's the criteria for success? Like how will I identify success? And because what often happens is they'll use other measurements. They'll say, oh, like this didn't work or I don't know what to do because they're not, they're not measuring what makes sense for the outcome that they want. And so if it's like if the decision goes sideways, if what happens, we didn't expect it to happen. Then we just look at that, we measure it, and we start again, Yeah, right? We just do it again. There's always going to be a solution. We're always going to figure it out. Yeah, you'll figure it out. So good. Thank you so much for that. I just thought that that um, I see this all the time, and, and I thought that it was absolutely worth sharing with our audience because it's it's quite painful when you're in it. <laughs> Yeah, really. So much time being in that in that state, and so it doesn't make us better business people to do that. So, listen, uh, where can people find you? Oh, they can find me on Instagram. So it's Krista Williamson Coaching. Yeah, and you're in the inner circle, and I'm in the inner circle. They can tag me. Yeah, if you help with anything, you have time management training inside of the. I do. Yeah, I would say time management is probably one of the biggest things that people come to me for, because in the beginning, they just like, they don't even, they're not even thinking about making decisions or managing their team or figuring out their money. Cause like they can't like get to bed. Right. So busy. Right. That's all a lot of unpacking to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gang, I'm going to put uh, inside of the show notes, I'll put a little bit of information about my template so that you can see it. So you didn't have to run and get a pen and just know that you can connect with Krista if you're yeah, absolutely in solving or creating a process for yourself. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it was great. I really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Hey there. Are your sales a lot slower than you thought they would be? So frustrating. You know you have a good product and you're just kind of stumped, wondering what you're missing and what it's going to take before you'll get the sales you want every day. So I want to share a free workshop I made for you. 
before you start making more changes on your website, I want you to take a little bit of time and watch this. Spend 40 minutes with me and you're going to see why you're not getting the sales that you want and you will be clear on what it is you really need to do to move the needle. I'm almost positive it's not changed something on your website. Head on over to thesocialsalesgirls.com forward slash sales every day and go have a watch. This is training from our inner circle. It's in our foundations unit. Our members get it right away and they leave feeling confident about their site, their product, their pricing, and they're ready to get on the path to success. I want to share that with you. So the URL is thesocialsalesgirls.com sales every day. I'll stick it in the show notes. See you soon.